Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, Limerick, unfortunately, reporting high case numbers of COVID-19 and obviously important to remind ourselves uh, of uh, uh, what's being asked of us and following the guidance and what might happen if we don't. Uh, You'll remember us speaking to Magella Irwin at the start of October. Magella, who has been receiving chemo for cancer for the last eight years, contracted the virus in April and has been dealing with the aftermath of exhaustion and struggling to breathe ever since. We have her on the line this morning to check in with her uh, and we also have uh, Minister of State and Fine Gael TD uh, for Limerick, Patrick O'Donovan to talk about whether we can still achieve a relatively normal Christmas. Um, Magella, uh, how are you feeling in comparison to how you were feeling a couple of months ago when we chatted to you on the show? Well, to be honest with you, Joe, there's no change whatsoever. I am still exactly the same as I have been when I was speaking to you last, Joe, there is no change whatsoever in anything at all. And that's not good, obviously, the way you've been feeling. No, Joe. No. I'm even actually, I'm um, more on the oxygen than the 16 hours a day because I need it more. And I'm just totally, it's the very same as I spoke to Joe, I'm thoroughly exhausted and drained. And I'm really fed up now because... I know the minister might be there and I hope he's listening in because there is no place for me to go. The only person I can depend on is Dr. Tom Kennedy, my GP. There's no place for me to actually... I know I can't go out, Joe. It isn't I can't. I mean, it's just I won't. Like, I can't go out, Joe. But if I... Now, I did have to go out there once, two weeks ago because I got very bad throat, a headache again and a very bad cough. And my GP sent me straight out to Belly Simon Road for another COVID test. But thank God, it came back negative. But my heart was beating and off the road, Joe. I thought I'd never get home again. And um, and do you think people are taking the restrictions seriously? No, they're not, Joe. And I'm not being negative. And I don't care what anybody thinks. Well, I do care what everybody thinks. But I'll tell you, Joe, it is not. And I said it to you the last time when Michal Martin lifted the restrictions, I said to you on air, it's going to get worse and it did. Now they want to open in two weeks time and they want to go back again to level three and I'll tell you something Joe, there'll be a lot of people worse off now and I'm telling you that because we are the second highest now city in Ireland with the COVID cases. There are actually more deaths now occurring since the lockdown and if they lift the restrictions we're finished anyway, I'll tell you that straight out. We are finished. But what about the people who are listening this morning who are um, trying their best to adhere to the Level 5 uh, restrictions and are hugely looking forward to the 1st of December and uh-huh. some easing? I mean, what would you say to them? I mean, Joe, I'm the very same. I'm looking forward to Christmas. I'm looking forward to the easing as well. I'm not being negative or giving a negative attitude to people like, oh, stay in Level 5. Say this, say that. I'm not sure. I am. I have eight grandchildren. I am looking forward to Christmas. Well, I was like. But I mean, it's a, it's affected everybody differently, Joe. You know? I mean, okay, to go back down to level three, I mean, people are terrified enough as it is. I am. 
and I know other people are, but they're afraid. Like some people are afraid to admit it, Joe, but I'm not. I'm terrified of my life because I know in my heart and soul, and I did say it, Joe, and I hate repeating myself, Joe, but I said the minute now Michal Martin brings this down to level three, we are finished. Because the virus, excuse my throat now, is still very sore, Joe. The virus is still, is not going to go away, Joe. And with this vaccine, um, I don't believe in that vaccine. I mean, they can't even find a cure for the common cold, not to mind all of a sudden these two new vaccines are after appearing. I mean, people don't realise when, when you're vaccinated, it, your antibodies are supposed to build up against you. What about people that don't like have the antibodies and they're getting the, the vaccine? And, and, and just to be clear about one thing, Magella, the, the after effects that you continue yeah. to suffer yeah. are clearly linked to you having COVID earlier in the year. It is, Joe. I was never like this before, Joe. I was well able to go into the car, drive around, up to Bonmore, go everywhere. I mean, I had no problems. Like, I just, anything I needed to be pinned down because I was always out and about, you know. But yeah. I can't go out now, Joe. And that it, you know okay. what I mean? Um. Right, we're chatting to Magella Irwin. As I say, Minister Patrick O'Donovan is also uh, on the line. And good morning to you. Um, I mean, what would you say to Magella and what would you say to our listeners this morning? Well, I think Magella has summed up really um, what, this, what this disease can do. And, um, you know, thankfully, thanks for to God, she's, she's alive to tell the tale. I know that what she's going through is, is, is extremely difficult. Um, but we have lost an awful lot of people uh, across the country. Nearly 2,000 people are dead uh, from this disease. Uh, and Magella is absolutely right. The death rate is still rising. Um, but I do know that people, um, for one reason or another, have, I suppose, COVID fatigue now. They're getting angry um, and they're getting frustrated um, with the restrictions. And it's not unique to Ireland. It's um, all over Europe and further afield that people are, are feeling that like things are moving too slowly. I would say, though, that um, I'd have a lot of hope in a vaccine, uh, to be honest about it. If you look back at the... Um, history of epidemiology back to, you know, the late 19th century, early 20th century. Vaccines have worked for a range of diseases, whether it is polio, TB, you know, the MMR. Um, we are healthier as a result of the pharmaceutical industry. I worked in pharmaceuticals myself. So we are a healthier population as a result of it. And I would be very hopeful that, you know, if we can get in the early in the new year and the European Union and Ireland as part of a, a group of com- countries have placed orders with um, large pharmaceutical firms for vaccination. By the um, way, will the government and the state have to indemnify these companies um, against any downside of these vaccines as part of a deal? Well, Ireland isn't buying the, the vaccine as a as a unique buyer job. We're buying it as part of a no, group. No, but as part of that, yeah. Well, I don't know. Not making you a, a short answer, um, because like we're in unprecedented territory here, and the amount of money that's been thrown at this problem, uh, whether it is in relation to pandemic unemployment payments across the European Union um, or across the world, um, but I don't think we can be, you know, getting into the terrain of just saying to pharmaceutical companies, produce whatever you want, and we'll see how we get on. I don't think that's necessarily what governments want to see and that's why you know the the health products regulatory authority here in ireland the center for disease control um you know in the united states and the european center of disease control will all expect to see the data and we've heard people like professor luke o'neill looking to see the data to that on what is actually being achieved by pharmaceutical companies before governments can just jump in and so we have our own methodologies as a country and across the european union to check to make sure that what is actually being reported is verifiable 
Uh, and I know that, you know, the previously the Irish Medicines Board, the, Feder- the Federal Drug Administration in the United States, um, from the time that I worked in that industry, are fairly rigorous in terms of uh, checking to see what it says on the tin is actually what's carried out. But okay. um, the and most and important thing here is that we yeah. actually get okay, to a well, situation where we have a vaccine programme. Yeah, let's go back to the immediate future. I mean, were you surprised or do you think it's the case to hear the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, saying that we will exit level five on the 1st of December? Well, I hope we do. Um, but that's, you know, and you're blue in the face from me saying it. Um, that's up to ourselves. But in Limerick, we have a really particular problem. I mean, the, the national incident rate um, is 151 cases per 100,000. But in the part of the county that I live myself in, in the West, it's twice that. It's 331 cases per 100,000. It's, it's massive. Um, and, you know, we can't deny the fact that we have a serious problem. When you look at West Limerick, say, at 331 cases per 100,000, the east of the county, um, like the Capamore Kilmallock electoral area, and I know one of your listeners said, why, why don't we get data per, per area? We are, is one-tenth of that. It's 30 cases per 100,000. And you have whole counties then, like Wexford uh, and Wicklow, uh, being at a fraction of the rate that Limerick is at, like, the, the, the incident rate in Limerick um, is at the moment, as a total, 226 cases per 100,000. In Wexford, it's 46. So we have a particular problem in Limerick. Um, and and is there a risk, continue. Minister, that as a consequence of that, even on the 1st of December, if most of the rest of the country goes to, let's say, level 3, that we in Limerick could be left in level 5? Well, what I'm, what I'm saying, first of all, is that I'm just reading over raw data so that people at home can hear, you know, um, that we have a particular problem in Limerick. It's, it's nearly 10 times in, in parts of the country what it is as a national average. Um, but the Taoiseach has said um, that he wants the whole country to exit together um, so that the, the country can have a Christmas together. And I think that's the most important thing. And that's what we, try, that's what we have to try and achieve. But Michal Martin or Leo Varadkar can't do this for us. We have to do this for ourselves. Uh, and that's a cliche, but it's a fact. Like what's, we very, have what's very hard, when people hear that message from you, it's very difficult when the vast, vast majority of people listening to this show this morning are doing exactly what you're suggesting. They that's are, that's the part that really frustrates people. And I have to is, say, and, and, you, you, and you've too. mentioned it earlier yourself, that you, you are getting a sense from your constituents about weariness. I mean, yeah. we are very strongly getting it here now. This is a, sure of a different... Myself, well, just let me finish the point, please. Um, we are very strongly getting a sense, maybe even different to lockdown one, that if there isn't an easing on the 1st of December, there could be a significant difficulty. There could be a significant difficulty, and I'm weary myself. I have people asking me why they can't go to Mass uh, for the month of November for the Holy Souls, and is there going to be an Advent? I have farmers saying that they can't, you know, go to and enjoy uh, cattle sales. We have people looking forward to buying clothing and gifts for Christmas. But I'm just after reading out data, which is, you know, really striking. Like, County Wexford has some massive towns. in Inescarty, New Ross, Gorey, Wexford Town, populations of over 20,000, 30,000 in some cases. They have a county rate of 468 Ours is 226.8. Like County Wicklow is a suburb of Dublin, effectively. It has a rate of 63.2. Um, ours is four times that. So we have a, we have a serious problem. But, that, but Minister, and as the majority people, have, of people are doing the right thing. But if Joe, they but I'm asking the genuine question here. If the majority of people are doing the right thing, they can't do much more. Well, I'm not speaking to the majority. I'm speaking to the minority of people who aren't. 
and I think everybody listening to the radio knows this morning. And we'll all I'm suffer saying. then as a consequence, as a possibility. No, we won't all suffer as a consequence because we did it before. County Limerick reduced its figure before substantially, and County Waterford did too. And ironically, County Waterford is back up at the top as well now. It's number three. But like we we have a ser- like I'm not saying um, you know uh, what will or what not what won't happen. I'm just reading out very serious information in terms of data that's facing Limerick um, is the second county now after Donegal um, and we have a particular problem we fixed this before um, when there was a suggestion that you Limerick think we was can do it uh, between now and the 1st of December absolutely and I think that's part of the reason that you have me on this morning is to is to strike home a message we have a serious problem in Limerick um, and like County Galway would be similar uh, to Limerick big city big rural hinterland it is a quarter nearly of what's going on in Limerick so we can do it if we if we get back to where we were. We all want to have a situation where the country comes out of this as a whole. It has to come out of this as a whole because I don't think, to be quite honest about it, people will tolerate um, it not coming out as a whole. And my worry is that if it doesn't come out as a whole, we are going to have a situation where um, um, people's weariness, and like the weariness that I'm getting is across all age spectrums, it's across um, all demographics, rural and urban, um, and people have had enough of it, but they've also had enough of the fact that, you know, we saw in the summer it was parties that drove it mad, um, and then it reduced, um, and now for some reason it has spiked again, and it is putting as well. The spike is putting an an, an already, um, I suppose, uh, under strain health system in the Midwest under even greater strain, and that's my biggest concern, um, that we have a particular problem, and you've heard me saying it before, and of course some people took it up and twisted my words, we have a particular problem in the Midwest that can be exacerbated very easily um, if these numbers continue to rise because the hospital's service in Limerick is serving serving a a massive area, including Clare and Tipperary, which thankfully have a rate of about a half of what Limerick has. And this is not an urban phenomenon. This is not something that's concentrated in cities. This is not something that is concentrated amongst youngsters having college parties. This is all over the place. And I think Magella is after giving, you know, a fairly good rundown as to what this... This is a nasty disease, uh, and it's as nasty now as it was when it came around, first of all. And unfortunately, you know, and I think we're all guilty of it. There isn't a single person, myself included, that can say with their hand up that we have abided by the COVID restrictions to 100%. And uh, whatever we've done in the past, we have to put it behind us. But for the next fortnight in particular, I think, you know, to get back to what the Chief Medical Officer said, wash your hands, keep your distance, wear a face covering. Okay. And that's what we need to do. All right, you've delivered that message very clearly this morning. Thank you very much, um, Minister Patrick O'Donovan. And thank you also to Magella Irwin for chatting uh, to us again. And uh, we wish you uh, good luck, Magella, on the health front. Call Limerick today now on 461995.